In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Larning. It's been a month since Michigan's new ban on holding a cell phone while driving took effect. Barron County Undersheriff Chuck Height tells us the department has been enforcing the rule, but it's not the only goal. We're trying to educate people about it and, you know, through media coverage and that to make sure people are aware of the law. We have written five citations for it, and that's just the sheriff's office. So the other local agencies, maybe two, we're just trying to be proactive and keeping people safe and not distracted while driving. Height says the new ban is one more way to ensure people don't drive distracted. It's important people understand it. Michigan State Police First Lieutenant Dwayne Robinson agrees, telling us state police have issued more warnings and tickets for violations. What our troops have been advised to do when they make these stops for distracted driving was to focus on educating the public, explaining to them what the law was. And that way, we could ensure that we're reaching a greater number of people. Holding a cell phone behind the wheel is a primary offense, meaning they can pull you over just for that. Violations of the new law will result in a $100 fine for the first offense, $250 $250 fines for subsequent offenses. A driver with multiple violations could also be required to take a driving safety course. The Benton Harbor Planning Commission has approved a draft master plan and sent it to the full city commission. At the meeting this week, Paul Lippens with McKenna Associates said the plan came out of several meetings with residents and public surveys. It's a draft that reflects the results of all the public engagement and analysis that was done as part of the project, and it establishes or represents goals and policies based around what we heard to advance the city's land development procedures. The plan envisions doubling the city's population by 2040, a home construction boom, becoming a sanctuary city, setting guidelines for the development of container homes and creating new opportunity areas, among many other things. Lippin's note of the plan can still be amended, saying there will be a public comment period and public hearings even after the city commission accepts the document. It's hoped that the entire plan will be final by the end of the year. You can see it and make comments at bestbettenharbor.com. U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Michigan is charging an Allegan County woman with identity theft for posing as a registered nurse at a Grand Rapids hospice facility. And it's not the first time that 48-year-old Leticia Galarazzo has faced similar charges. She was convicted in Texas of a similar crime several years ago. Galarazzo actively provided care for patients starting in May of this year. She was fired within a few weeks after her fingerprint revealed her conviction. She was found working as a nurse at a nursing home in June. She has no nursing degree. It's been just under six years since WSJM spoke with a young woman seeking to remain in the United States via the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program, or DACA. Luz was in her early 20s and attending Lake Michigan College when she told us she was afraid of being deported to Mexico, a country she hadn't been to since she was brought to the U.S. as a baby. Luz was approved for DACA in 2017. Six years later, she just graduated from Western Michigan University with a degree in physics. She tells us it's DACA that enabled her to do that. So far, I've had DACA ever since. The only thing, nothing has changed. I just keep on renewing every two years. Now that she's graduated, Luz is hoping to enter the aerospace field, possibly with further study. The status of DACA remains uncertain, with the program not taking any new applications. Luz wants to become a citizen, but knows there's no path for her to do that apart from getting married. She's hoping a path to citizenship for DACA recipients will be created, but she's also losing hope. She says with each election, there's talk of fixing the immigration system, but it never happens. There's around 580,000 DACA recipients in the U.S. The program was created for people brought into the U.S. illegally as children, but have lived here ever since. Former Republican Congressman Fred Upton and his No Labels group are planning to run a third candidate for president in 2024 if the matchup is Democratic President Joe Biden against former Republican President Donald Trump. 
Congressman Tim Wahlberg is not in support of the idea. That's potential, and that's the freedom that we have here. Uh, I just remember Ross Perot, and I don't want that to happen again. Um, I think, though, in the end, if it is if it is a Biden-Trump matchup again, I think people are going to say, I don't want to take a chance on Biden getting a second term. Wahlberg and the rest of the Republicans in Congress from Michigan have all endorsed Trump, despite the former president's legal woes. He says the world fears Trump, says American influence around the globe has diminished under Biden. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.